0: Ciao, Bella. I am Ronnie and Ryan, love and cosmic coach, and this is the Breathe Love and Magic podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit. Tune into the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and click the bell to subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. I offer listeners cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, psychic intuitive or card readings, or learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading learn more at nevertoolate.biz. may good fortune and magic come to all those who listen to the breathe love and magic podcast and now on with the show In today's episode of the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast, I'm going to be speaking with Sarah Strong, who is an intuitive life coach, telepathic, psychic, empathic, a channel, and a medium who has had these gifts since she was a child. Her journey to become a life coach began about five years ago when she was guided to go on a mission to find something she didn't quite know what she was looking for, but her guides were with her and she knew it. Sarah was in Perth, Western Australia, where she grew up at the time and was guided to go to Fremantle where all the hippie stuff is and was guided to go to all those hippie-like shops to find what was calling her, which turned out to be the book, Crystal Masters 333. And that book found her and Sarah had a spiritual experience just holding the book. It was very special and she knew it was the beginning of a magical journey. Intuitive life coaching is a deep calling Being fulfilled for Sarah now, it has come naturally in all areas of her life, from relationships to business, interactions, up until the present moment. She has worked for the past year as an intuitive life coach and welcomes all those who truly desire change, joy, love, fulfillment, and enlightenment to fill every aspect of their lives, to join her in co-creating a soul journey that will last a lifetime. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you're here today, and I'm really excited to talk to you. I know one of the things that we discussed uh, before the show was how you actually channel Mother Nature, and I have to say that blows me away, and just the sound of that got me so excited when we were talking, so I had this flashback which I don't know if anybody else who's listening is going to ever even remember this. But in the 70s, there was this margarine called chiffon, which nobody eats margarine anymore. But anyway, apparently they thought it was so good or that's what they were trying to convey, that their main character was Mother Nature. And she was all about saying it's not nice to fool Mother Nature. And then there'd be this big thunder boom, you know. It was really, really hilarious. And I have no idea why talking to you brought that memory up, but there you go. You just never know what's going to strike you and hit your fancy. And it cracked me up. But I love this idea of talking to mother nature. So how did that happen for you that you... Like, how
1: did you know? Oh, I'm talking to mother nature. Great question. Thank you, Ronnie. I've had the opportunity to live in beautiful places like Key West, Miami. And most recently at the beginning of this year, I did a animal communication course with my coach. So what happened on that course and what we also do, we also channel for each other regularly uh, on online groups. On We channel anything that we want to hear a message from. In those groups and doing that work, I started to tune in when I'm an avid runner. So I'd go running in nature and I would stop and trees would talk to me or an animal would say something or some part of nature started to communicate with me and I could hear them. And then I started to, to talk back. So we started this dialogue and I remember one of the funniest experiences I was in Austin and a squirrel was up a tree I can't like I quietened my energy field down and I I sent a message to the squirrel I said hi if you would like to tell me anything I can hear you I said it to him telepathically and the squirrel did not know what to do the squirrel was beside himself and just jumped on the on the branch was like I can't believe it I've never seen a big squirrel be able to talk to me before you know like it, it was hilariously funny as I developed these skills further and further. I was in Maine at at one point and I was channeling all of the trees and I was going to write a book of the trees, the channeled trees of Maine, where I was in Weld. So I just started to really lean into it more and more. And I also do a meditation group every Tuesday. So for over 18 months, we've run that nearly two years, that group going. Mother Nature comes in every single time. Yes. Wow. So she grounds us she brings her energy field up into our energy field so we can be super grounded and then we astral travel. <laughs> so she grounds us to earth and then we go up into the upper planes. Another aspect of her coming into my business is I'm about to do women's retreats and men's retreats. So she wants to have space held for her in those retreats. She wants to talk to people and open them up to, it's, it's very unifying energy when she comes through.
0: That's pretty amazing. I I actually have, I'm going to admit it, talked to trees as well. And it's funny because uh, my girlfriend, she and I get together. We have lunch. Often we have sushi. And then we always want to tune in. So we tune in first to the energy. And then we're looking at things for each other, you know, to try to get answers. We've been going to the same sushi restaurant for a very long time. Like, it's embarrassing to tell you how long. We always park in front of these trees. Recently... We hadn't been there for a long time because of COVID. So in the spring, we went there and tuned in and the trees were like, hello. It was the funniest thing because we're both sitting there quietly meditating and tuning in. Then we both open our eyes and start laughing. And then I said, you're going to think I'm crazy, but the trees were excited to see us. She goes, me too. So we got the same message. It was really, really funny, entertaining,
1: exciting and kind of nice to think they recognize us but apparently they do. Nature doesn't get spoken to very often so when you are tuning in and they are they're always aware so trees trees are the most beautiful transmuters of energy they're here for in service to our journey so if you're having a bad day or you're having a rough patch in life go and sit with a tree and just Tell them all your problems. They just want to take everything away for you. And they'll transmute that energy into oxygen so that you can breathe more. Oh, nice. Literally literally and figuratively. That's what they're there for. They are such like holders of wisdom. They've been there for some hundreds of years, some thousands of years.
0: There is a tree in my neighborhood on a walk that my husband and I go to. And one day it was cut down. And there was quite a big stump left and it was a massive tree. I mean, you know, I couldn't put my arms around. We were really sad for the tree. And so I decided to stand on the stump because there was probably at least two feet of it left and you could see all the rings. And I was shocked because there was still energy, very strong in the stump. So that really surprised me. I just assumed it would be dead and it was not dead.
1: So what the tree is just showing me right now in, in the energy is the tree was still there the energy of the soul of the tree, yeah. was in. it was still in place. They don't play by the same rules. Nature yeah. doesn't play by the same rules as we, as we think we're playing, you know, this is an illusion. So we think we're playing by these rules, but we're not really, you know, it's, yeah. it, it's not real. The tree is just like, I am majestic. I am here and I'm, I'm not going anywhere. The energy and soul of the tree, she just showed me the stump, but her body and everything else was still there. She's like, you could take away my physical form, but you cannot touch my soul.
0: Yeah. Well, so we did tell her how much we missed her and how much we appreciated her. And we were happy that she, we could still visit with her. And when, I don't know why we're saying I said it in the female, but that's what it felt like to me. All these things end up being surprising to me, even though I'm open to these ideas or whatever, when they happen, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's still a kind of a surprise. If mother nature is
1: often talking to you, what does she, like? what kind of things does she have to say? Specifically, she loves us to be with her. So she loves us to be sharing with her, to be in the sunshine and maybe putting our feet <clears throat> into her soil. And she wants to support us. She wants to love us. She wants so many. So her witnessing the human race is like, you think you're not, part of me but you are and life could be so much easier with the understanding and awareness that she is here as a support network for us she feeds us oxygen vitamin d as she gives us water to drink and bathe in like literally we cannot survive without her we are intrinsically linked to her and she craves that conscious connection so not for her she doesn't need us. Right. We need her. Right. She's, this is, I don't need anything. She's like, I don't want anything. I don't need anything. I just want to make your life easier than what you're making it for yourself. She doesn't like, feel sorry for us. It was just like humans make things very hard for themselves. A lot of the time she's like, if you consciously connected with all of her wisdom, groundedness, cleansing in water, cleansing in sunshine, receiving her energy, her, the wind, you know swimming in the ocean getting cleansed by the negative ions you know when you bring super consciousness to that the level of receiving she's saying it multiplies a thousandfold because wow. you then you then are in agreement and in concert and in ceremony with who she is the vibration of what she's offering and how much more depth and love she has to Offer and to give into your mind, into your body, into your heart, and into your soul.
0: Mind, body, heart, and soul. Okay. So, one of the questions that's bubbling up for me now is How is Mother Nature different than
1: Mother Earth? Is that the same energy or is it different? It's a different energy. The really beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I love this question because this has been bubbling up um, actually probably for the last six months in, in my meditations of, of defining Mother Earth and mother nature so mother earth her energy field is committed to the this planet mother earth she holds the plants the animals the water she holds it all she's a divine mother goddess goddess mother so mother earth is more the physical and mother nature is more the spiritual
0: ah
1: yeah mother nature is part of our nature we have nature as part of us in humanness it means can mean character and all, all sorts of things but we we are aligned with mother nature's energy fields so
0: is mother nature here more for our spiritual development than mother
1: earth is that what you're saying so there's no separation in the in the energy yes mother earth shows up in a different vibration because we can see her touch her feel everything and mother nature is really the energy coming through working with mother earth they absolutely love their separate definition their separate recognition and to work with them in in these two defined ways
0: okay all right very good since you've been working with her her messages must shift over time, I'm thinking, right? So, what's, what's she all about right now? What's she communicating and wanting you to share?
1: Mm-hmm. So, there's this really powerful ushering in of awakening the divine masculine and feminine in the human psyche, in the collective consciousness in the cells of this planet in the cells of every single human that's on this earth right now she she wants the remembrance of the divinity of the the spiral between the two it's like she's showing like the caduceus of the the two snake energies so synergistically connected and they need each other to exist they cannot exist without each other and when we get in full balance of the divine masculine and feminine and and like heal out that toxic masculine heal out that you know the the tired and um just overused feminine it's so nourishing to the soul and so nourishing for the spiritual development of humanity
0: how does it help nourish humanity that's interesting
1: practically in your life when you are overworking your masculine there's too much action you get tired you just go 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 go. That's masculine, and the overactive masculine is go 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 go. Do 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 do. Blah blah. Get it done. Fix it. Da 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 da, 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 da. And like ah. And then the overactive feminine or underactive feminine is like I'm not going to do that. You know, it, there's this attitude. You know, there's an that's like the toxic feminine energy, right? So bringing them into balance is the masculine slowing down, taking your time, breathing meditating and then this divine feminine arising is this this real magnetism of staying in your power knowing who you are relating to yourself as the goddess that you are and men for the gods that they are so there's this like a a huge shift that occurs when both of those come together the magnetism of the feminine and the the strength and the stillness of the masculine that there's just like the Right now on my physical body, there's a huge crown activation that happens with the marrying and and the real honoring of those two energies within the human body. That's pretty interesting.
0: I guess that makes me wonder about inclusiveness and there's the whole non-binary crew. Like how does that work in?
1: Yeah, beautiful question. Thank you. I love using words like human and being because they are all inclusive, and that is what Mother Na- how Mother Nature sees us. There is brokenness in everything right now. So there's brokenness in the feminine, in the masculine, in the LGBTQI communities. Literally there's brokenness everywhere. and it's part of the human condition and Mother Nature like there's no judgments and theres, no, there's she's just holding us right now. So what the healing that wants to come through is all the community of the the non, non-binary non community is you are a human being. That is a fact. <laughs> and whether you, whatever you want to be called, I, you know, that, there's that a real honoring of sovereignty. You are a sovereign being. You get to choose how you relate to yourself internally, how you re- relate externally to the world. You get to form your own boundaries and and ask people what you would like to be called and how you'd like to be referred to, even if you look a different way than what you want to be referred to. So there's this inclusivity and this inclusion that every single being here is a human. We are all humans. Well. There's another caveat to that. We're actually not even human. We're actually, we're made of stars and dust. You know, we're yes. made of stardust. We are yes. all made of stardust. And we've come here to express ourselves in whichever expression we want to show up as in any moment. The, the most overreaching message that mother nature is channeling through right now, just be kind, be kind to yourself. Love yourself.
0: Yeah, that's a great message. My gosh, you know, I mean, we couldn't need that more.
1: <laughs> just Anytime you may be struggling inside or with your identity or your, you know, your sexual orientation or, you know, with your family or friends or like literally just come back to the purity of the essence of your being.
0: Yeah. You know, I find that having been love and dating coach for 20 years, that the more people love themselves, the more open and loving they can be. And there's a lot of resistance to this idea because it feels like an extra step, nonsense. It's very trite and they've heard it a million times and you know, they don't want to deal with that. They don't want self-reflection. They just want to find a man, you know, this kind of thing. So I think that the idea of, you know, that message being kind to yourself, I can get behind that because the more you are kind to yourself, the more you have patience for everyone else around you. And it opens your heart to all of those that are around you as well it's best way to really connect and feel community and interact to come from that place because when you're not like when you're criticizing yourself then you're going to be criticizing other people that's just part of human nature and we all do it I'm not going to tell you I'm not guilty but when we are kind to ourselves then we're in our highest place is one of the things that that's how I
1: look at it as you're talking my body is a a transmuter of energy and burps come through to (laughs) release the energy of what you're talking about from the collective right now. You know, so you're talking about huge, there's huge releases about just being kind, just being kind to yourself, just recognizing, meet yourself where you're at. Don't try and push yourself through something that you really need to sit with and you really need to feel into. So uh, there's so much, there's so many paradigms shifting right now. There's like infinite amounts of paradigm shifting in the human condition right now. So and there's so much deep healing within the family unit, within like if you've had an absent father, there's there's huge healing going on there. Any family unmanageability from your childhood is being healed. These timelines are being healed right now on the astral planes, on the physical planes. They're, they're, the information that's coming through is extremely healing. And then they just want to, They, the spirit wants to get, get everyone into play because once you're into play, your whole system relaxes, your whole body relaxes. That's why mother nature's calling us. She, that's why she shines the sun so brightly so we can go out and play. And then she rains so that she cleans everything and gives us a beautiful new blank canvas, a new palette, you know, to play with. She wants you to play, to enjoy, to express, and then you know then you might need to go under the shade of a tree and feel the, the coolness and the respite from the sun and to be more internal and so it's like oh what she's saying is allow nature to reflect yourself within and so this can heal depression it can heal anxiety it can heal That she's saying fibromyalgia when you go out into nature and, and sit in front of a tree and go, okay, I'm a tree, allow this tree to reflect me. This tree is strong. It is, is steadfast. It is rooted into the ground. It allows itself to be gently like swayed in the in the wind but still, still stands strong in its place. And then the water flows. Like watch nature get into nature and allow nature to reflect who you are and allow her to heal those parts of you that have come out of balance from being out of nature too long. That's all it is. Like It's just an imbalance of energies. So if you go into nature, in, if you're ill and you've been ill for a while and you would like to heal, nature has this power to heal you when you are ready to let go and ready to have her mirror the essence of your soul back to you.
0: Oh, well, that's a relief.
1: <laughs> so, I don't know if I'm remembering correctly,
0: but did you talk about? I mean, you said something briefly about star seeds today, but what's the story with you and the star seeds?
1: Oh, awesome question. Actually, might be my favorite question of all questions. Woo, yay. <laughs> okay, so they want me to be, I've never said this on air before, that I am the first Pleiadian. The Pleiades is an ancient star race of beings who reside on Pleiades which we can see in the night sky uh just above Orion in the night sky I'm in Arizona so I can see it every night so they call me a galactic mug, just in a nutshell so I've lived in many 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 star systems so if you for those of you who don't know about the star beings they're star beings on Orion they're called the Hath there's a Hathors from Egypt there's ah. um Lask from Egypt andromedians from Andromeda Taurans from Antares, which is in the, Scorpios, the Scorpius system. And then there's Lyrans, Lemurians, Atlanteans, they're all star beings. And I've been all of those. So these beings love Earth. They created Earth. They created this concept where we get to come and play and, and grow and learn and expand and remember the essence of our soul. And it's only possible to come and feel it in a sensory way on earth, on the third dimension. So all the other dimensions don't have any senses. That's why I have, I'm so in touch with the telepathy and being a medium and all of the um, extra sensory perceptions, because I've been embodied where I didn't get to talk in so many lifetimes for millions of earth years. I could only spoke um, telepathically, um, communicated telepathically to you know my fellow being. That's a huge part of what I'm here to do is to allow and help starseed beings to feel like you belong here to feel like you know you came here to be in body, and you came here for like all of us came here for a human experience it's like there's part of mother nature that's really channeling in into my life personally as well in showing that you are human and in it's the imperfections that make you human and there's an acceptance of once you get to such a deep acceptance of those imperfections you free yourself from your humanness in the acceptance of it and then you can live more in in a way more love bubble than this judgment bubble that so many people create so it's like consciously creating what life you want to live in how you relate to yourself as a human. So if you make a mistake, it's like celebrate the mistakes, get curious with the mistakes, change your languaging, say, I'm excited to make this mistake because it's a learning opportunity. So any obstacles, it's like, oh, awesome. What's this obstacle here to teach me? It's like bringing this joy and this childlike nature back into your life around every single thing that you're doing. So with your family, in your um, careers, in your relationships, literally every single place has a, has something to teach you and it's usually through pain until you uh, like get to the place where you you don't like you've dealt with pain a lot and then you can ascend to these higher levels of of learning. So she's really encouraging everyone to celebrate the mistakes, celebrate the pain, celebrate the obstacles because they're there for a really divine reason.
0: All right, I love that idea of uh, you know trying to be excited about your mistakes. It's kind of very zen like in a way because The point of Zen mind is to be childlike and curious and see things for the first time and to marvel over things rather than just taking everything for granted. And that is a good gratitude practice too, because when you really look at how the leaves come up on the trees and this kind of thing, and you spend time investigating and thinking about how, how does all this work? then you're out of your head about the minutiae of, you know, human existence and really in touch with the nature and the mystery and marveling over what's possible. And that definitely frees up a lot of energy too. So yeah, I can see that I'll have to think about that next time I make a wrong turn or something.
1: (laughs) Oh, what's the opportunity for me here? (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly the word. So Opportunity in conversations with God, God talks about the opportunity that you get from any form of pain or mistake or anything like that. it's an opposite. You've created, you've divinely created the opportunity for growth.
0: For growth, right? Right, okay, because we're here on Earth School to learn.
1: So I'm just curious, what that means that
0: you're the first Pleiadian because I know I've heard of other Pleiadians. So how does
1: that work? <gasps> so, oh, this is so awesome. This is such a great question. My God. Oh, good. So before, so, so let's call it divine cosmic soup, you know? So sure. I think big bang kind of stuff. So before anything is created, it's a concept in spirit. It's a concept of God. I love to call the all pervading energy God. Some people don't like that, but I, I relate to it as God. So God as one entity could not learn about herself, itself, himself, themselves <laughs> as one entity. There was no point to that. So God impressed upon that energy. I'm going to create beings so that I can learn about myself. That is how we were created. That is how humanity was created. So, and then before that, so the star beings who, that's how, that's how that concept came about. It's like, oh, there's so much, there's so much here. There is so much information here. So we wanted to create a race of beings who were based in unconditional love who loved every single being, just wanted to give the most and be the the most loving race in the cosmos and to bring light everywhere we went, to shine in every dark corner of the planet and the universe. So that was our intention. We wanted to bring love and light and upliftment and expansion and wisdom and knowledge from the ages so we created a race of people to do that the pleiadians the pleiad that's the us as okay. the pleiadians that's what we okay
0: do. so i don't know if you're familiar with this but i i'm gonna admit that i watch <laughs> this show i see it on the history channel about ancient aliens have you ever um seen that show i've so, seen a lot of those shows yeah i have it so I've always been a fan of archaeology and from a very young age, like I loved anything Egyptian from the time I was 10. You know, I just loved, loved it. That's what they say in Ancient Aliens, that all those Bible stories or religious stories or stories of creation all have very similar storyline. God created us in his image, is the traditional way of saying it. But that, you know, that's what they said. The star people came down and they created us in their image and they were considered gods because people on earth didn't know any better. (laughs) And they came in chariots with fire and all that other stuff. So that stuff is, it's always really interesting they do a pretty good job of presenting that idea. So in a way, science is starting to support what you're talking about. Yeah. If the Hathors
1: came from Orion and that was Egyptian. Who- the Hathors were part of Egypt. They were Egyptian. Oh they are. Um, so hold on. The Hathors are Egyptian. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I think they're from they're from Orion as well. Yeah, they're from yeah. Orion. I thought, yeah. yeah so from- and that's what that's what you had
0: said earlier. So then where were like where were the Pleiadians? Like in the because you mentioned a bunch of different people were they in different areas or I don't know how
1: it worked and maybe it doesn't matter so so they they reside in their star system they live the Pleiadians live in the Pleiades oh okay so they're on another dimension so they're, 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 so we can look at the stars in the Pleiades but if we got in a in a spacecraft and could go to the Pleiades we wouldn't see a bunch of Pleiadians living there oh okay they're they're living on another dimension of Sure. existence from this because we're in the third so it's a different vibration of energy actually the Pleiadians live in the seventh between the fifth and the seventh dimension so and the way we understand dimensions here it's very difficult to prove how they function and structured but the multi- dimensions are always shifting changing and they're all much more more dynamic than the human mind can can really comprehend
0: yeah well that makes sense though in a way because there's only so much We can understand from earth perspective.
1: All right. Is there anything else
0: you want to tell the listeners about? Something you want to leave them with or an idea or a suggestion?
1: Every single being on earth, however you see yourself or feel yourself, you are here for a reason. You have a diamond that's inside of you that if you haven't realized it, you have a diamond inside of you that wants to shine. And it wants to shine so bright for yourself in your own life first. And then so you can share your light with another person, maybe you're a healer, maybe you have a tribe you want to serve. You have come here for a divine purpose. This is a divine appointment that you are fulfilling right now in your life. So if you haven't found your diamond yet, ask for spirit to show you, ask for spirit to bring the right people into your life, ask them to guide you, to show you, to enlighten you to your purpose and to just start to shine the diamond inside.
0: That's lovely. That's really, really lovely because that also, I believe would help people to love themselves and be kind to themselves or whatever, to realize that, you know, you're not just kicking a can down the street, you know, you're here for a reason. You have a reason to shine. And every single human being has that reason. And that's an important takeaway. Absolutely. So thank you so much for sharing that, Sarah. My pleasure. Yeah, that was really amazing. And I'm so glad I got a chance to talk with Mother Nature today. That's not something you get to do every day. At least I don't. Maybe you do, but I don't. So I'm very pleased that I had that opportunity. And it was a pleasure to talk to you today. So thank you so much. And let's just tell people your website, how they can get in touch with you.
1: Sure. So my website is Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, J for Juliet, strong, dot com, And if you want to go to the offerings, it's forward slash offerings. Then I have all my social media links there. I'd Very love good. to connect with you. Please say hi, um, add yourself to my email list. I, I send out uh, a shiny, bright email every month. This month I'm going to do two. Yes, uh, I would love you to be part of my tribe.
0: Very nice. And I'll put all of that in the show notes too. So it'll all be there. Thank you, darling. Thank you so much. This is Ronnie and Ryan, Love and Cosmic Coach, thanking you for listening today. If you'd like cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, a psychic, intuitive, or card reading, or to learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading, please visit NeverTooLate.biz. If you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe and share it with someone that you love. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Ronnie and Ryan hoping you make the most of the love and magic that always surrounds you.